Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Block Talk. Here are your hosts, Joshua Romine and Jonathan Gibbs. We're joined today by our friend Will Solomon as well. You. What are you about? What are you about to? I didn't hear what you just said. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, for me, just the same old, same old. Yeah. Nothing showing. crazy. Yeah, I've been working a lot. Uh, wow, Will, you're buzzing. Yeah, I'm famous. Right. <laughs> we have a celebrity on our podcast today. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about Will. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the uh, Hall of Fame vote came out today. Pretty disappointed nobody got elected in. They hating. What? I mean, honestly. Yeah. I don't see uh I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. I saw some of the stuff I was reading on some different pages about it. They were talking a lot of the people were talking against Schilling about like, oh, how he's an a-hole and this and that, and they just don't like him as a person and his political views and all this stuff. And I'm like, what does that have to do with the Hall of Fame vote? Like that has nothing to do. It doesn't. The dude could be the worst person in the world. It doesn't matter. All that matters, as far as the Hall of Fame fame vote goes, is his uh, baseball stats and like what he's accomplished. Yeah, it's the baseball Hall of Fame, not the humanity Hall of Fame. Exactly. And then, like a lot of people are, you know, the the whole other thing with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens is like the whole steroid era thing. But they've already done a lot more you know investigating into that and realize that a lot of people back then were doing that and on top of that even no matter how strong you are when it comes to baseball baseball is not a strength sport like it doesn't matter how strong you are it still takes a lot of skill to hit the ball in a pitch you know it's not like it like yeah it's still wrong they should have done that but there i think people are over and even in the case of both players i mean like it's not like they were garbage you know before they uh before they tested positive for Roy's Barry Bonds was a, like was an all-star and you know at the at the beginning of his career. Yeah, Bonds and Clemens were probably already Hall of Famers before they even touched his stuff. Yeah, I don't think any of them needed it. Poor choices on them for sure. But it, I think whoever I don't even know who who and all is the voting committee for this, but I think they're just being a little biased. From yeah. what I've heard it's uh, sports journalists. Which I'm like, which people heavily disagree with because it's not like these people have ever played the sport before. I mean, like, it's like, uh, it's like those people who are just, it's like those guys on the couch or whatever who are watching TV saying, you know, how they should be doing their job. It's like, how much do they really know? Like, if anything, this is why I think this is like why it should be a better, bigger push that they should be leaning on the veterans committee because at least they know what they're talking about. Right. Oh, for sure. People who have actually been in the similar positions before. Being a little biased. From yeah. what I've heard, it's uh, sports journalists, which I'm like, which people heavily disagree with because it's not like these people have ever played the sport before. I mean, like, it's like, uh, it's like those people who are just, it's like those guys on the couch or whatever who are watching TV saying, you know, how they should be doing their job. It's like, how much do they really know? Like, if anything, this is why I think this is like why it should be a better, bigger push that they should be leaning on the veterans committee because at least they know what they're talking about. Right. Oh, for sure. People who have actually been in the similar positions before. Yeah, I think Bosons, Clemens, and all those guys should definitely get in. Sucks that they still stuck at like 61%. Yeah, apparently, uh, who was it? Schilling said that he wants his name taken out next year. He doesn't even want to bother. Right. Unless if they change who's doing the voting. Yeah, it would be his last 
year on it's it. all it's all their last year all three of them really it's their last chance next year yeah yeah if that's the case i don't think uh, bonds and clemens are getting in they're still 61 percent at this point no probably not well, Honestly, it's still a maybe. Like honestly, they could have been. They could have just not voted them out of spite. But like on their last year, they might vote for them. True. That just is, to like kind awesome. of, yeah, just to kind of lead them on for years, and then like they all talked about it beforehand. They're like, oh, we, we, you know, we'll just keep them out until the very last year, just to mess with them. That's kind of messed up, though. I don't think that's right either. Yeah. So who do you have winning the uh, Super Bowl? I'm going Brady. I mean, I mean, I I think it's probably the Chiefs. Yeah, what are you? Well, but what about that home field advantage? That's never happened before. And Tom Brady with home field advantage—that's huge. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, Thinking about it, I kind of think the Chiefs kind of will, will win it. They're too good not to. I want Brady to win, but it's going to be tough. I I definitely think the Chiefs are the better team. The Mahomes is definitely the better quarterback, but I don't know. It's one of those things where he's. You say that, but then Tom Brady, home field advantage, like something crazy is going to happen. And that defense has been really good. Yeah. Then again, though, I said the same thing about the Bills defense. I mean, well, I mean but the difference is, is the, the Bucks have been a top tier defense all year. Oh, yeah. They've been consistent. And the thing that shows how their defense is really that good is they Brady threw picks on three drives in a row and they only got seven points off of it. True. The defense definitely, you know. Kind of saved Brady there. <laughs> yeah, I mean a little bit. They, they, the Bucks really tried to give that game away, but uh, I guess the Packers <laughs> said, "No, please, I insist." <laughs> not all the interceptions were on Brady, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one of them was tipped. Like, that's not on him. It wasn't like it was a bad throw that he threw right to the defender. Actually, I'm pretty sure two of them were tipped, but one of them it was like a high pass. The receiver couldn't quite reach it. He tipped it, and then someone was there for it. I mean, you can't really. Yeah, I mean that happens. Yeah, it's it's not a hundred percent on him, but what was it? The um, I think it was the Bills, the Bills, uh, Chiefs game. I'm trying to think, there was an interception there too, wasn't there? Probably that was similar. I forget. But um, how about that Bills onside kick though? And they almost got it a second time. Right. I don't know if either of you saw that. Yeah, I did. They recovered the onside kick. And then the next time they were kicking, they did another onside kick and got like the same hop, the same crazy hop with it. Almost got it again. It was, it, that would have blew my mind if they had recovered two onside kicks in a row. Never. It's rare enough you see once one onside kick recovered, but they almost got two of them. Yeah, I can't remember the last one I saw that was actually recovered by the kicking team. It was like it took a crazy bounce. Yeah. So how about that Red Sox Yankees trade? Yeah, I haven't haven't seen that in years. It's been what yeah. seven years since the Red Sox and the Yankees made a trade. Yeah, I think that's what they said, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Essentially, the Yankees were just trying to dump cap space. Right. And I guess they couldn't find another suitor. Yeah, he had nine million left on his deal. I mean, I guess it's a good deal. I guess it's a good deal for the Red Sox. Like they need all the pitching they can get. For sure. Oh, definitely. They've picked up a few people now, though. They've made a few moves over the past week. Yeah, I know they signed, I think his name is Garrett Richards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they got him. They re-signed uh, Martin Perez. Yeah. And then what, there was another one, another guy that they just signed. Yeah, I can't remember. 
Adovino had a 1.9 ERA in his first year with the Yankees. He had a 5.89 last year, but his, it was inflated because he had a, only 18 innings. Yeah, I saw that. He had a rough year last year, but the, if you look at the stats the year before, it was actually really yeah. good. He really didn't even have that bad of a year. He just had like three outings where he gave up a lot of runs. There was one against Toronto in particular where he gave up a shitload. So whose defense do you think is better, the Buccaneers' defense or Area 51's defense? Oh, <laughs> well, that's tough. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, all right. I'm gonna think we're gonna go with Area 51 on this one. Yeah. Uh, for the for the reason where uh, I I haven't seen the Buccaneers' defense like you know shoot on sight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'd be allowed to do that. Turn into a terrorist attack. <laughs> I mean, that'd be rough. Imagine that. It's like Tyreek Hill. Yeah, we can get him out of here. It'd be <laughs> like that scene in Batman where Bane destroys the football stadium. <laughs> just shows up. The game's over instantly. Let's get Heinz Ward out of retirement just so we can recreate that uh, scene. Yeah, I know, right? I've actually, I, I saw a lot of stuff about uh, a lot of Steelers fans were hoping Heinz Ward would come on for like wide receiver coach or like maybe offensive coordinator for the Steelers. But I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I like I like seeing that. I like seeing former players come back as uh, as coaches. Yeah, yeah, because they know the system. Yeah, I think it's just super cool because now I'm hitting the phase of my life where I'm starting to see that happen. And I'm like, Jesus, dude! I remember when you played. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool if uh, when what. When Big Ben retires, I think it would be cool to see him as an offensive coordinator for the Steelers because he pretty much that's pretty much what he is now. Right. They play better when he calls his own plays, so why not just have him do it permanently? Right. How, long, how many more years do you think Big Ben has left in him? Hopefully, no more than one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew he wasn't going to retire this year because, you know, you know he was going to leave $41 million just sitting there. Like, I don't care how bad you, like, how, I don't care how bad you play. Like, I'm not going to, I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I sucked. I'm just going to let you guys keep the 41 mil and I'm just going to leave. Like, no, you don't do that. That's too much money. Like, and I mean, he still put up a lot, you know, he still put up good numbers. It's I mean, he not was like good he played that bad. Yeah, even that loss to the Browns, he still put up. He put up 500 yards. Right. Yeah. Look at that. Only the second QB to do that in playoff history. Yeah, and like, yeah, he had the interceptions. But look, the thing is, look at the Tom Brady just had three interceptions, right? And they won. So it goes to show, like, you can still win with those mistakes. And the de- honestly, the Steelers' defense really let him down because we ended up scoring. It was, I think, we scored like 37 points. You should be able to win a game with 37 points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. That first snaps. When that snap went over the quarterback's head into the end zone, recovered for a touchdown, that game was over. Oh, yeah, dude. That that first play blew my mind. I was like, is this really happening? I was like, oh, my gosh. But then, like I'm saying, though, like despite that whole first quarter, we still scored enough points we could have won that game if the defense would have just stopped. And the defense was really off, which it didn't help that. There was a lot of injuries in play, but like, Bud Dupree was out. I think Highsmith ended up getting hurt. Uh, we had cornerbacks that were out. It, it, it wasn't definitely wasn't the defense we had at the beginning of the season. Yeah, still better than the Eagles, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. There's so many Giants fans that are so salty about the Eagles losing that game, saying, "Oh, they lost it on purpose." And I'm like, dude, you guys won six games. Stop being like it doesn't. 
one of my one of my friends like, is super persistent that if the Giants would have just been able to make it to the playoffs, they were playing very good and they would have done good in the playoffs. And I'm like, dude, you didn't even have Saquon Barkley. Like you had, like you really think Daniel Jones is going to win you a playoff game? Like, there's no way. Daniel Jones, Wayne Gallman. Oh man, it, <laughs> got yeah, all it's, stars. It, it's yeah, they're delusional. <laughs> you can't even like even if. The Eagles, like the fact that you're banking on the fact that you're banking on another team to lose a game or win a game for you to make the playoffs. Like, obviously, you guys sucked and you don't deserve to be there. Honestly, no one in that division deserved to be there. At least with the Redskins, they had a good defense and they at least made it an interest. Like, they actually had a decent game, that wild card game. Like, it wasn't, they didn't play bad. They kept it interesting, you know? I don't think the Giants would have kept it interesting. They would have just gotten blown out. I mean, like, Washington has a good defense. That's the thing. Like, their defense is really good. I think Giants fans are just still delusional from when uh, they had Eli Manning and they got very lucky with two Super Bowls, (laughs) and they think that like that luck can work for them again somehow. Right, (laughs) like some kind of miracle can happen and they'll somehow win again. Like, no, your defense was good back then. Your defense isn't good now. The whole the whole division needs to like they need to trade teams with another division and move it around. Yeah, that's, can we get the Cowboys out of here? Because there's no reason why the Cowboys should be in the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys can. Well, it wouldn't make sense as far as geographic wise. But I was gonna say, I was gonna say, the Cowboys could switch with like they could switch with like the Cardinals or someone because that division is stacked, man. You got yeah, the Rams, yeah. Cardinals. What is it? Forty ers right? Well, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm like trying to think of a way to fix the division the Seahawks, like, that geographically yeah. makes sense. Well, none, none of, I mean, almost none of the divisions make sense geographically because you have what you have the Patriots, the Jets, the Buffalo Bills, all up north, northeast, and then you have the Miami Dolphins. Well, that, that at least doesn't make the any AFC sense. East. So, I mean, like, at least like the Miami is still in the east. But it would make more sense if they were like the AFC North, and then you just swap the Dolphins with like Pittsburgh or the Ravens or. Like another somewhat, probably the Ravens would be the closest, I think. I mean, sure. But then again, you also have two, you have mul- actually, you have multiple, you have what, three New York teams that are all in different divisions? Well, no, the B- Bills and Jets are in the same division. Yeah. And then you got the New, the, you know, New York Giants and they're in the NFC. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it should just be split East and West. Yeah. Like the NBA. <laughs> yeah, except the NBA isn't. I mean, the NBA doesn't make any sense either. Yeah, it's East and West, but it's not East and West. They got the same issue going on over there. Right. I think you're going to have issues anyway. You slice it up. You know what we could do? We could, uh, they should swap out, like, let's say swap out maybe like the Bengals. Well, the Bengals might start to be good. They got some good talent, but they could swap out a couple NFL teams with like some Canadian football league teams or something. <laughs> Like just send the worst. That could be the punishment, man. Because that way it'll stop people from tanking. If like the worst two teams in the NFL every year, the next season they have to go to the the Canadian Football League, and the only way to get back is to win the championship of the Canadian Football League and replace whoever's last. Like just keep rotating it. If you're in the last, they would never get back, dude. Oh yeah, (laughs) they'd be stuck in Canadian Football League for the rest of their life. That Come on, look at the Jets. <laughs> you think the Jets oh yeah, the Jets would be gone, man. <laughs> it's I wonder. 
I don't even know if there's like, is there? I don't. I, I don't know anything about the Canadian Football League. Like, is there a team up there that would be better than the Jets? I. I mean, I'd. I'd imagine. There's gotta be. I mean, with how bad the Jets have been in the past ten years, I'm sure. I'm sure there's at least one team that's better than them. One of these years, they should just throw Alabama and and into one of the like they'll just throw them into like the NFC East or something, right? Just see what they can do. Like their whole season is just playing NFL teams. Yeah, you think Alabama could actually beat an NFL team game? Just one one game? Yeah, they could beat the Jets. I think they get with a pretty. They could be. They could be. Let's see. They could beat the Jets. They could. I mean, at this point, probably the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, especially if they lose Deshaun Watson, which apparently, which this makes no sense to me. Apparently, Deshaun Watson's number one choice right now is the Jets. <laughs> and I don't know why they, they like, they, he wouldn't be in a better situation there. I don't get it. Like, he's got no weapons. Like, it wouldn't, they'd, they'd suck there too. Like, why, if anything, his number one, Choice should be like the Dolphins because at least they look good right now, and he would be that extra piece that would like get them like they'd be a playoff team with him. That's all they're really missing. He needs, yeah, he needs a team like Miami because like it's so funny because like he wants to get traded because his team doesn't have the kind of you know the I guess the draft support or or anything to support him, which is like such irony because in order to get him, a team is going to have to like basically mortgage their future. So wherever he goes. They're not going to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes perfect. Yeah, because it's not like he might be thinking, oh, I want to go to the Jets because they have all these draft picks. But if you go there, they're going to lose all those draft picks to get you. Like, Yeah. You want to go to a team that's like right there on the cusp of being a playoff team. But all they're missing is like that quarterback and you're that quarterback, which obviously is the Dolphins, even though I like Tua. And I think I think he has a good chance to have a good career. He's just one of those quarterbacks that's going to take some time to develop, especially because, you know, he started off in Miami. But that would be one of those deals where it would work for both teams because the Texans could get Tua. So at least you get a decent young quarterback that showed some promise in return and you'd get a bunch of draft picks. So it's it's not like it leaves you out to dry, you know, like they just have nothing. Now they have to draft and hope for the best. Cause you know, the draft, your draft picks aren't always going to hit. Right. So right. at least you get a player that you've seen play out of it. I mean, I'm pretty sure Dolphins have two first round picks this year because they got the Texans. pick. Yep. They do. They, so they ended up getting the number. I think it's the number six pick that they ended up getting nope. from the Texans. Number three. Oh, number, number, three? Yeah, number three. It dropped to three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it goes, um, let me see if I remember. I think it's. I mean, number one is the uh, what's it called? The uh, is the Jags. Number two is the Jets. I want to say it's Miami at number three. Them Bengals. The Bengals got to be down. No, Bengals are five. Well, they messed. Okay, the Bengals messed themselves up because they beat the Steelers in week. Well, okay, and then and then Atlanta has four. Okay, that makes sense. So apparently, so right now, like this is going to be a crazy offseason because, like, right now there's already talks about Deshaun Watson wanting out. And then there's all these rumors about Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think that won't go anywhere. I'm pretty sure, like, there's no way he's most likely going to win MVP. And, like, as Green Bay, why would you get rid of your MVP quarterback that got you to the NFC Championship? Like, all they have to do is take user draft picks and get him some more wide receivers. Like, that's it. That's, you know, if they do it. But that's all they really need to do. It's so funny because, like, that's what that's they 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 lost in the championship round last year, and then 
his his front office gave the, yeah, gave them no support at all. Yeah, and then he basically just put the team on his back and did it again. Yeah, and then now, so now also Matthew Stafford's in the talks because he wants out of Detroit. So you have him too, and then you know the 49ers aren't that happy with Jimmy G. You like if they if the right opportunity comes for them, like they'll get rid of him in a heartbeat. And then yeah. you have all these quarterbacks that are like this draft is supposed to be fairly quarterback heavy. Like there's at least four or five players that everyone's looking at quarterback wise in the draft. So it, you know, a lot can happen over the next few months. Josh, who do you think the Patriots are going to have as quarterback next year? I'm hoping they trade for Deshaun Watson because if not, it's probably going to be Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. You don't think they'll give uh, Superman another try? I don't think so. He has a chance. We didn't make the playoffs. He'll probably be getting around to move on. Yeah, probably. But I, I don't know. I mean, I feel kind of bad for Cam Newton because it's like one of those things where, like, what, what weapons did you give him, you know? Like, who do the Patriots have at wide receiver? Yeah, we had no I mean, one. I mean, the problem, though, with, like, with Cam is just, like, his play style doesn't – it doesn't translate to longevity. Because, no. I mean, like – because what is he, like 30, 31 right now? Uh, no, he, I don't think he's that old, is he? I'm pretty sure he's in, at least in his 30s. But, like, regardless, though, it's like this is around the time where, like, mobile QBs like him start to, you know, start to really oh, yeah. you know, regress. Yeah, for sure. You know, after an injury like that, like, he needs to just change it. His only hope is to, like, basically change to a pocket passer with the occasional run if need be. Yeah. Cam Newton's 31. He's born oh, he is? Wow. He's born he's, he's older than you think. That's crazy. I definitely yeah. didn't feel like he's been around that long. But the NFL draft is Jacksonville 1, Jets 2, Dolphins 3, Atlanta 4, Cincy 5, Philly 6, Detroit 7, Carolina 8, Denver 9, and Dallas 10. Not bad. Who do you, well? Who do you hope Philly goes for with number six? So, uh, we're in a weird spot because I more I think more than anything I just want Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. If we can get Jamar Chase, it'd be sick because at least we have you know we'll have a very high profile receiver, to, you know, to to support Wentz and or Hurts, whoever we end up going with. Right. Uh, but I mean, if Sewell gets to us, Sewell would be cool too. Um, but aside from that, it's like we just need to – we need literally anything because we well, have no secondary, no yeah. linebackers. Our D-line is old. The Steelers are going to be in a, a tough spot too because if Pouncey really does retire like he's planning on and they're getting rid of Villanueva, I mean, he hasn't been that good. Like the Steelers are going to have to completely rebuild our offensive line, and that's the biggest part of the offense, you know. So their draft is going to be – important the end off season just to see like what they decide to do with that offensive line because if it if it sucks then big ben's gonna suck <laughs> get mason rudolph back in there oh geez well no <laughs> now we have uh we have Dwayne haskins dude hold on oh true i was gonna say do you also have duck hodges he's, he's, no he's still there. he just signed with the rams we <laughs> he was on our practice squad we didn't like we didn't renew his we cut him i guess which, I mean, it's not like it makes a difference. He's on the Packers squad. We don't lose any money or anything. We cut him, and he just signed with the L.A. Rams, I guess. I read it. I think it was yesterday. So, you know, good for him. He'll be, like, their third-string quarterback or something. You guys had such a rough quarterback situation because if Ben went down, you have, like, the no. bottom of the barrel. Hey, <laughs> that, 
that last week against the Browns, though, we almost beat them with Mason Rudolph. He was actually making some decent throws down the field. It wasn't as bad as he was the year before. Man. I mean, I liked him coming out of the draft, but like, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's he's not the future, that's for sure. I'd put my money on Dwayne Haskins before I would on on uh, Mason Rudolph. As long as he doesn't like Jamarcus Russell, his like career away. <laughs> Did you see, uh, I forget who it was. I I want to say it was I want to say it was Joe Hayden that they were somebody tweeted something about um tweeted something about uh Haskins and like oh he better just stay out of the strip clubs and then I think it was Joe Hayden he was like have you seen the strippers in Pittsburgh he'll be fine <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> oh man oh speaking of uh actually. Now speaking of strippers reminded me, or when people when people were uh, saying to James Harden, oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, Brooklyn strippers are really happy right now. <laughs> yeah, making it rain. <laughs> well, they were talking about that. Um, they were saying the same thing about they were like, oh, if Deshaun Watson leaves, like Houston strippers are going to be really struggling because first Harden already left, and then if Deshaun Watson leaves, like they're going to have no one. <laughs> like, what's going to? They're I forget who it was I was listening to. They were talking about they're like, what are they going to do with all those uh, college tuitions and all that stuff? Right. <laughs> It's pretty funny, but um, hey, I realistically though, as far as the Patriots go next year, I could see them going for Stafford before they'd go for Watson, just because it would be cheaper for them, and you know they're cheap. Yeah, I could see Stafford ending up in New England. I'd be okay with that. I think he'd do pretty good over there. Yeah. Or or if Forty ers go for a quarterback and they don't want Jimmy G, I could totally see them being like, "Oh, we'll take Jimmy G back," and then he becomes good again somehow. Yeah, I'd take Jimmy G back in a heartbeat. I still can't believe we only got a second round pick for him. Like, well, what if what if Matt Ryan goes somewhere? Yeah, Matt let's Ryan. talk about Matt Ryan. Maybe not stick sticking around Atlanta. He's only got so many years left, and you know it, they they did a whole you know they did a whole study down there in Atlanta about whether or not you know picking up free agents and trading for players that were all number one draft or not number one but first round draft picks would make for a good team, and apparently it, it doesn't work. I'll be honest. I think, I mean, Matt Ryan, he's he'll stick around. But I, what is probably going to happen is the Atlanta is going to be really committed to him. They're going to draft a QB at four, whether it be like if it's Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, and then like week, we'll call it six or seven, uh, the the rookie will start, and then Ryan's going to be out the next year. I could see that. I could definitely see that. So basically, they're going to. Well, all right. So either that scenario happens or it's going to be the whole Aaron Rodgers scenario where they draft a quarterback saying like, hey, Matt Ryan, we got your, we got a quarterback. He's going to take your job. And then Matt Ryan ends up having like an MVP season and brings them all the way to like, a, you know, a championship game or a Super Bowl and then loses again. You know, obviously they're going to lose again in the second half. Yeah, up by thirty. They, yeah, they won't. Yeah, they won't win it all. But still, he'll have just a good enough season to be like, I'm keeping my job. That's essentially what happened with you know Aaron Rodgers. He was like, Oh, you guys want to draft a quarterback? Hold on a second. Let me just pull this uh, MVP season out of my butt. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't as far. But, he was still good. Like he didn't have a drop off season like Matt Ryan has. Yeah. True. 
I think what was it? It, it? Aaron Rodgers only threw like it was like four or five interceptions all season or something like that. I think so. It was stu- it was stupid low. It was something. It was four or five, I think. And he had like I forget the exact number, but I think it, it was somewhere around thirty. It was like thirty something. It was like low thirties for touchdowns. I think he had forty. Maybe. Yeah, people need to respect Aaron Rodgers more. That man's a monster. Right. Oh yeah, he had a huge season. Yeah, tough luck for Jordan Love. He's gonna be riding a bench a few more years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, he's learning from one of the best right now. You know, is he though? I feel like Rogers isn't the type of guy who's gonna like, go out of his way to mentor him. The he's only like, it. the well, yeah, I know, right? The only thing that I will say against Aaron Rodgers is he, should, he really should have ran for that touchdown, or at least tried to. Yeah, it was a did. wide open field, and he didn't even he threw like. It wasn't a bad pass, but like the dude wasn't open. Like, did you really think yeah. that pass was going to get in there? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I saw the play. And it's. I don't know if he gets into the end zone. Like, it, it, probably not. I don't think he's fast enough. I think someone trips him up. But he at least gets to like within the three yard line, like close yeah. enough to where it's a much better play after that. Now, like you're now you're really going to go for it. There's no thinking about kicking it. Like yeah. you're right there. And there's a chance though. Like if he really like we all saw we all saw Daniel Jones run. You know, slow pocket quarterbacks can run when they want to. So, you know, if he really, you know, tried hard and ran, like maybe, yeah, he might get tackled, but maybe, you know, maybe he reaches into the end zone, you know, stretches it out. You never know. Yeah, I think he probably gets to like the three or four and then they go for it on fourth down there. But like, you got to think about it. You're playing to go to the Super Bowl. Like, there's no running that and QB sliding. Like, throw all that out the window, run and dive into the end zone. Right. Like, you're playing to win. At this yeah, at this point of the year, it's just like you saw it. You saw it in the World Series, where it's just like if you try to play it safe, it's gonna end up. It's, it's gonna end up screwing you. And oh yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, like they what's oh yeah because the Rays pulled out their starter, and I'm like it doesn't like at that point yeah. it doesn't matter how deep he is in the game. If he's dealing and they yeah. can't hit him, you keep him in the game. Yeah, exactly. I, that was terrible. Series, yeah, that I remember that blew my mind too because that was like it was one of those things where it's like it's like man like. Like back in the day, they would have never done that. If a pitcher is rolling, he's rolling. They're not going to take him out. Yeah, he only had like sixty or seventy pitches too. He had yeah, it was like six innings, I think. Yeah, right? well, I mean, five, five or six innings. All I know is like he, they took him out. Like they just they they had like really no reason to take him out. Other than the fact that, I don't know because I, I feel know. like it might have been later in the game, but regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it matter. they weren't hitting them all game, and that and that's what got the Rays to the World Series was their pitching staff, you know. Yeah. So why, like, if that's how you got there with your pitching, so just keep relying on your pitching. Why would you change it up? Yeah. So I looked it up. So this season, uh, yeah, this season Aaron Rodgers had four thousand two hundred ninety-nine yards, forty-eight touchdowns, and five interceptions. Wow. His QB rating for the whole season was 121.5. That's ridiculous. His completion percentage was 70.7. Wow. That's insane. I don't even think it's questionable that he's going to win MVP. Like, I don't think anyone else is close to that. Yeah, he's got that in the bag. That's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely think the uh, the Red Sox make a big comeback this year when it comes for baseball, especially if uh, once Chris Sale comes back, that bullpen will be ready to go. Yeah. The Yankees better watch out. 
Did you see JT Remuto just signed for five years for $115.5 million? Yeah, I'm, I was surprised he decided to stay. Right. I was hearing that Philly was strapped for cash. I didn't think they bailed out of money to sign him. But, uh, oh, it's baseball, man. Baseball, they always find a way. Yeah. Dave Dombrowski is the new president of baseball operations. And so, of course, he's going to find a way to get him back. So Patrick Mahomes this season had 4,700 plus yards, 38 touchdowns, and only six interceptions. Pretty good stats See, too. Yeah, he's right behind him. Yeah, only six, 66 percent completion rate. So he just slightly behind Aaron Rodgers. I'm just wondering if anybody was close. Right. Um, you can't. Oh, I was going to say Drew Brees, but Drew Brees only played like half the season. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do much. You think Breeze is coming back for another year? Nope. He's done. Didn't he already announce retirement? Like officially? Okay, yeah, he's done. See, that that's another very interesting thing. So there's all these quarterbacks that are like, you know, who knows where they're gonna go. And I guarantee you, like the prime destination for most of them has gotta be the Saints. Like that's a Super Bowl ready team. If you have, if you just put the right quarterback there, like, like honestly, like, why is Deshaun Watson talking about the Jets? He should be like, hey, I want to go to the Saints. Yeah, trade I, me to the Saints. It's because, um, I mean, because they also have like a garbage cap situation. Like, like, listen, I understand that Philadelphia is in a really bad way, but the Saints are worse, believe it or not. Like, I think right now they're like, well, because they're paying ninety mil over the cap or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're paying Michael Thomas like a ridiculous amount. They're paying Kamara a ridiculous amount. Like those two guys right there. Are yeah. taking up a ridiculous amount of the cap space. And they were paying three quarterbacks, three quarterbacks last year. They still have Jameis Winston and Jason uh, Hill. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna probably like it's gonna be one of those things where maybe they'll draft a QB like in a late round or something, and then it's gonna be like Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston like going back and forth, like they're just gonna play like two quarterbacks all the time. Yeah, probably. Do you know honestly what they should do? They should spend the whole season having like Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill both line up in the back, like in a wildcat looking formation. And you're like, you just never know which one of them's going to throw the ball or even get the hike. Like, right. Just have both of them back there all the time. Cause like you can like give it to Jameis Winston, have Taysom Hill run a route and actually, cause I mean, he can catch. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. But um, if you know, so if Deshaun Watson does go to the Jets, so then the, that officially is going to make the Patriots the worst team in that division. No, <laughs> Jets need a lot more interesting quarterback. Even if they got the number one overall pick and picked up uh, what's his name, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I still don't think I still think they're going to have a losing season. Oh no. Let's just do this. All right, so I was just I'm looking at the Saints. Cap. So, if Drew Brees didn't doesn't retire, which he's going to, Drew Brees is twenty percent of their cap percentage. So, with him retiring, they actually might have some space because his cap hit is thirty six million. Still, I kind of expected it to be more. Um. Well, his base salary is twenty five million, and then sinus signing bonus is five million, and then his uh, restructure bonus because he restructured his contract. Yeah. And then you have oh I forgot about that they're paying Cameron Jordan a lot too. Yeah. Cameron Jordan, Michael Thomas both make up ten percent. So what are they making? Like Dude, I did not realize how much that they're paying Taysom Hill. 
Yeah, he's got that's, a contract. That's crazy. I mean, they're paying him 10 mil, dude. That's just base salary. That's so much. Yeah, like for a guy that's like he's not like a starter at all. Like he kind of they just plug and play him where they want. Like I get that they like him, but his total cap hit is 16 mil. Yeah, it's 9% of their cap. That's just not worth it. No, not at all. Not for unless if he's like so like if he was like their starting tight end, but they like flexed him over to quarterback for some plays, then I'd get it cuz like okay, yeah, he's always on the field. But like he sees like maybe 10 plays a game. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Where's I'm wondering. Oh, so Alvin Kamara is actually I think he's still on his rookie deal. He might be. He must be because he is only his cap hits only 5 mil. Well, yeah, he must yeah. have a rookie deal then. I remember when he uh, I remember when he he held out um at the beginning of the year or be, or at least beginning of the season. And they were worried that he wasn't going to play and thought he was going to like pull, you know, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that yeah, that that'd be bad for him. Which Le'Veon Bell, haha, to him, like, yeah, okay, he's going to a Super Bowl, but he's what the number three running back on the Chiefs. Like, yeah. he doesn't even see the field. He should be too. He isn't. If you look at their roster, he's listed as number three. <laughs> I mean, who do they have? It's um Edwards Hilaire, and then they have Williams, right? <laughs> They're really gonna have Williams over Bell. Tell you right now. Now I'm curious. The last I looked. So, um, yeah, it's Edwards Hilaire, and then who's the other? I think it's Williams. I mean, yeah. I mean, Damian Williams, Williams is the other one, but it's just like I don't see how he's above Bell on the depth chart. I'm looking it up right now. Because I well, Le'Veon Bell was was he injured last game? I don't think he came in at all last game. I think he was out. Okay, yeah, it is Williams, and then they have Thompson too. So it's Edward Hilaire, Williams, Bell, Thompson. I guess Bell and Williams are kind of like they're both number two. I feel like they give. I feel like Williams sees a lot more snaps than Bell, though. I mean, that's possible. He's been there for a while. And then I know for the Super Bowl, Antonio Brown is supposed to be back. So I it's forget. interesting. I, just, I forget that he's yeah, yeah. There. Well, he actually he his the last couple of games, obviously not the uh, not the NFC Championship game because he was he wasn't playing um, that game because it wasn't. I think he was in protocol. But uh, the last couple of games he played, he actually was he had a pretty big impact. So. He's supposed to be back for the Super Bowl, and they were joking around a, a lot about it. They were like, "Oh, they were showing like pictures of Big Ben looking all sad after the game," and they were like, "Oh, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are both going to the Super Bowl." And I'm like, "Yeah, but neither of them are like in the position that they were in with the Steelers. Like, and with the Steelers, they were both the number one guys. Now they're both like the number three, number four guys. Like, they're basically backup players, and you're gonna like talk junk, like, the, <laughs> you know what I mean, like." Although I am going to say, even the third string quarterback gets a ring, you know. <laughs> I mean, although what I am going to say about like the Bucks making it to the Super Bowl is this is probably the closest that like we've ever seen than well with a uh, NFL team trying to buy a championship. Yeah, I mean, they, well, yeah, no, I mean, who who did they who did they buy this year in order to get a championship? Gronk and Gronk no, I mean, and so, Brown and like no, well, they brought in Brady. And Brady ended up, you know, and of course Brady being there brought Gronk in. 
Yeah, but Gronk hasn't even been a huge imp- like he hasn't yeah, but he's he's had a couple good games, but he's not the he's definitely not the same. No, I know, but he's but he's still a threat on the field. The defenses yeah. aren't gonna they aren't gonna leave him alone. They still have to commit people to him. He's drawing all his own coverages. Look, the only tight end in the league that you can leave alone and not worry about is Eric Ebron because he's got bricks for hands and you don't have to worry about him catching the ball. I still think it's crazy that Brady just picked a random team and was like, hey, you guys want to go to this? It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't random. He looked at a team. He's like, all right, this team's down in Florida. It's nice and warm. I like it down there. And this team has hella weapons. All these young wide receivers and good, decent defense. Yeah, Chris Godwin. Hey. Oh, dude, even Mike Evans, even though sometimes he drops some stuff that it's like, dude, you're huge. You should have caught that. But he carried that fancy team two years ago. Oh, I bet. I, I One of the funniest memes I saw in the, after the uh, championship game was it was a picture of Jameis Winston, and it was like Jameis Winston looking at Tom Brady throw three touchdowns and three interceptions in the, in the, in the uh, NFC championship game. And everyone was talking. They were like, "Oh yeah, Tom Brady like just basically copied Jameis Winston's play style. Like just <laughs> go go fifty fifty on you know interceptions and in uh in touchdowns. Except they got rid of Jameis, and he's over here like, well, Tom Brady just did the same thing." <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite memes that I've I've seen was uh, was uh, uh, James Winston, Winston, a thirty for thirty story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that. That was funny too. Oh man, but yeah, I I think uh, I'm 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 going Tom Brady winning his seventh ring, home field advantage. That's my call. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with you there. Alrighty, I know Will doesn't agree. What that uh, Brady's the greatest? No, that he's gonna win the Super Bowl. Oh, so I, mean, here, I don't want him to. Here's the crazy thing, though. Like this, this, this like. I'm trying to remember when the last time a Super Bowl was set up like this. Like this Super Bowl is like no matter who wins, it's a huge legacy for like either quarterback. So like, you know, so if Patrick Mahomes win wins, not only is he winning back to back Super Bowls, but he's beating arguably, I'll say arguably, out of respect for you, well, the <laughs> GOAT. You know, he's beating Tom Brady to get his second Super Bowl, which is huge. For a young quarterback like that, but on the other side, if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, then it's like, oh, he's forty-three. He just won a seventh ring, and he beat what, like, arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. Like it, like which everyone is saying, like, you know, you got all these insane stats with Brady, like, you know, it's his tenth Super Bowl. You know, if you know, he's got six rings, like. And right now, everyone's basically saying, like, Patrick, like out of everyone in the league, Patrick Mahomes is probably the only quarterback that has a chance to, like, beat those numbers, which I could definitely, you know, if he stays with Kansas City and they pretty, for the most part, keep that team together, I could easily see him basically going on a Tom Brady dynasty run. So either That's way, right. whoever wins, it's going to be a huge, you know, you know, huge bump for their, their yeah, uh, rep. I mean, yeah. What I imagine is just like this, this really does feel like a passing of the torch type game. Oh, definitely. And also, it's like I was looking, just thinking about the Chiefs, and I'm like, wait a minute, are they going to be the new Patriots? They, they, uh, yeah, without a doubt. It's like so. Then we're gonna unless then they start gonna... falling apart and losing players because of money, you know, because they want money. But well, they still they they signed uh, like a lot of their key guys somehow. It's like uh, I don't. I mean, 
Mahomes well, is that, he's yeah, not going anywhere. I don't I well, because I think what it is and the key to it, which is basically what happened with the Patriots, is you get these guys, if they want to play together and stay together, they take less money, which is basically why the Patriots were good for so long, too, is because Tom Brady was always taking less money so that they could go and get other like offensive line for him and like other players, you know. He could have like there was definitely years he could have gotten way more money at, from other teams, but he took less to stay there because he wanted to keep winning. Like, why would you? I never understood that. Like, I get wanting to make your money, but like, what's the difference between fifteen mil and ten mil? But playing on a trash team and playing on a, a you know, team that's going to keep winning, like, why? Like, you know, it's still you're still making millions of dollars. Don't you want to keep winning? Like, why would you? Like, there's a lot of players that like they're on a great team, but then it's like, oh, you don't want to pay me all this money. And they're like, yeah, because if we pay you all this money, we can't afford to keep the team this good. And it's like, oh, I'm leaving. And then they go to a terrible team just to make their money, but now like they don't do anything. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, he really showed them. I think uh, I also think Carson Wentz stays with the Eagles. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think they're going to kind of let Wentz and Hurts like fight it out just to try to motivate both of them to like play better in competition yeah. with each other. Yeah. See, the weird thing is, I think the most ideal thing is to like during this uh, this off season is to get rid of one of them to eliminate the controversy. But the problem is, is you don't really know which one you know which one to get rid of. Wentz is basically untradeable, and like you don't know what you really have in Hurts. But like, maybe the I mean, Patriots would take Wentz. They're desperate. Hey, maybe. Hey, I mean, I'd take him off their hands. <laughs> oh, you'd like that? I wouldn't hate it. I would have. I would have taken. I honestly, I, which another quarterback that was talking about getting traded because of where they are on the draft was the Jets and Sam Darnold. But I don't think he's going anywhere because wow. they have they have a new coach yeah. and all that. I think he gets another shot. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what's happening with Wentz. It's like they're they're hiring a bunch of people because they want to fix him. They don't want to get rid of him. But yeah, I mean as as a Steelers fan, I would have taken Wentz or Sam Darnold, preferably Sam Darnold. He's younger, but I would have taken either of those guys. Dump Big Ben's contract off on one of them. I'm good. I don't need Sam Darnold on the Patriots. That would just be a disaster. He's not bad. He's pretty bad. He's not that bad. He's just, dude. Do you think any quarterback can like get drafted by the Jets with no wide receivers, no offensive line, and just start to look good? Yeah, it's a valid point. <laughs> like, there's no way. They're terrible. They don't have anyone. Like, he's got no one to throw to. Yeah. And then at one point they had Le'Veon Bell, and they never even used him. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's because Gase didn't even want him. The GM signed him. <laughs> I was like, all right. You can have this now. Yeah, the the whole that whole organization's just a mess. None of them are on the same page. I just can't believe they did that last year, where it's like, like they had their GM, they let him draft, they they spent a bunch of money on players, and then they fired him before the season started. <laughs> yeah, no, he. I mean, he was terrible. He never made any changes. Like they didn't do anything. The only thing that they did was win at the wrong time and lose the number one draft pick. <laughs> like, when they finally won games, it was at the wrong time when you didn't want them to win. So it was like, you messed winning up too, dude. Like, what the heck? It's not like it was going to save his job. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Like, if we could win these last two games, guys, I'll, I can maybe I can keep my job. <laughs> well, I, I've said all that I wanted to say.
Yeah, I'm exhausted from work. <laughs> I'm just happy to be alive. Right? <laughs> Will's got all the energy in the world. He's still working from home. Yeah. Can you hear the energy in my voice? Uh-huh. Sitting out. Do you even leave your house? Um, yeah. Tomorrow I go into the office. Ooh. The one yeah. day of the week you go to the office. Hey, I went in on oh, Monday. Snap. Get some cleats this week so we can uh, play football on Sunday. Maybe. I was balling out last Sunday. You missed it. I won both games. I believe you. I'm actually starting to get my arm back to like throwing normal. Mm. I'll be down to play a little football. Too bad I'm not around. I know. I was about to say, well, if you want to drive like 16 hours, right. if you leave Saturday morning, you'll get nothing. here in time to play Sunday morning. <laughs> and then if you leave right after we finish playing, you'll get back home just in time for work Monday morning. Perfect. No sleep needed. Nope, none at all. <laughs> if it was last weekend, I'd probably actually consider it because uh, I had time off. Yeah. Hey, so, Will, are we having a, what's going on? Are we having a Super Bowl party in two weeks? Uh, I mean, if you want. I, I don't know what I'm doing, so. Uh, you, you should do, we should do something. We should watch the Super Bowl together. Oh, you, you can, I can witness your face witnessing Tom Brady become the GOAT. You know what it's going to look like? It's Not gonna care. be me. It's gonna be a combination of me rolling my eyes and face palming so hard that my hand's gonna go through my skull. He's gonna blame <laughs> the refs, no matter what happens. Like if Tom Brady wins, he's just gonna no. say the ref. It was. I the mean, I've, I've never been that guy. I, I've I already heard a lot of people complaining about the refs the last game, and I'm like. Yeah, there was some questionable calls, but like that's it's not why year. they won. Yeah, like it's, it's not like, like they still they would have beat them either way. Like it, it, if anything, the biggest like that play there with Aaron Rodgers and him not running and them kicking a field goal instead of uh, going for it on fourth, like that was the deciding the deciding play right there. Like it wasn't no ref call or anything like that. And like I watched the replay, I'm like it was a hold. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> People are just salty. All right. Well, I'm ready to call it a night. All right. Well, it's been fun, boys. Anybody, feel free to send us some uh, feedback. I created a Twitter account for this uh, page, at Talk one So definitely hit us up on there. And uh, if you know us and would like to join us, join in on the conversation sometimes, definitely uh, hit me up. Send me a text. We would love to have you. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Will. All right. <laughs> Share with all your friends. All right, that's all the world. Hopefully some interesting off-season stuff happens this week, so we have something to talk about next week because there's, there's no football, there's no baseball. Right. Nobody cares yeah. about the NBA until playoffs. So. Right. I was watching a little UConn basketball earlier. Oh, they uh, they were winning tonight yeah, against uh, another ranked team. Yeah. Against Butler. Yeah, I um, saw a couple minutes of the game, but they look pretty good. I'll be real excited for March Madness this year. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure, I love March Madness. Well, yeah, that's all I've got. All right, well, I'll talk to you next week. Uh, sounds good. If you ever want to hop on again, we'll just let us know. All right, all right, boys. Adios.